Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. It's your girl Abyssola, and with me is Stefan and Idris, and you know it's about to get lit. So enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good? What's good? We have a surprise guest today. It seems surprise, surprise. What's, what's popping, y'all? <laughs> We in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, sir. Say what's up. My know. name is AJ, mm. also known as Prezi, also known as Prezi Just, yes. highly presidential. <laughs> uh, it's a whole it's a whole affair going on right now. Mm. Um, I've been graciously welcomed to Bands to the Bone podcast mm. episode. Eight, eight. You know what it is. Episode 11. Episode 11. Episode 12. 12. That's 11, a lucky 11, 12. Episode 12. 12. 12. Okay, episode that's a lucky 12. number too. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nice, nice, nice. Welcome to the Welcome. pod. Welcome to the pod. This is the second time we're appreciate y'all. We're speaking. We only met once in uh, in Toronto. Like yeah. I can't remember when that was. Like what's his time anymore? This twenty twenty. Yeah. I know, man. Time's just flying, man. It's already November, bro. Yeah, it's already November. The years, the years over. Damn. Do you know where you guys met? It was on my birthday. Oh yeah, it was. So that was like in was February or January. It was actually on my birthday. Yeah, yeah it was, was your birthday? birthday this this year. That was January, was right? Like or July? February? That was January. January, yeah. January? January this year. I said year. July. <laughs> Yo, time has flown. That was, has you know, flown. That's crazy. It's been that long? Bro, January. Time has flown, man. So, yeah, man. Welcome to the podcast, AJ. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah. dropping some flows like you do normally. Mm-hmm. One or two. Are we can't freestyle. Yeah, sure. <laughs> freestyle. Are you going to freestyle at the oh, end? Sure. Yeah, one time, one time. Freestyle. <laughs> can I get like a little beat one? It's sweating in the morning. <laughs> How have you guys yeah. been now? Yeah, I've been good, bro. Yeah, um, you know, same old long week. Yeah, today we... Pretty uh, overwhelming week. Facts, facts. Yeah, no, yeah. So it's much. Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> yeah, it's Monday, that's it. Feels it's like Monday, that, but it's already overwhelming, man. Facts. We're swapping out Abisola. It's working from home, lifestyle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Abisola could make, make it today. Because of one or two yeah. entanglements, entanglements. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Find out on the next episode of Basketball. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> hey. No, she had a headache. She had a headache. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Last week was good. Last week was pretty. I had a. I had a like. I took a week off last week. No rest. No rest for the weekend. I was so busy. Yeah. Um. I had a bunch of like meetings and out of work stuff I had to do, so right. I have to take another one before the year ends. I'm a baba, gas chill. Even it's never more important now to chill because it's overwhelming. Like when the whole SARS thing was going was going on, man. Some days I was just okay. like, I, I was, I was heavy. Like I, I didn't know what to do. Felt so helpless, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and then it really sucks. Just like logging in online and seeing everyone lamenting different angles different opinions you can't even like take a break from it when you want to that's true there was so much information flying around yeah Yeah. false information a lot of false information thank you for saying that yeah yeah tons of like you know a lot of information flying around people attacking people um while fighting the same fight the same fight you know so um i understand there's something aj said just now about uh um like being part of the argument and how people kind of 
say if you're not an activist or something if you're not an activist mm. then you're against them like how, what do you guys feel about that because that's a very big thing right now like black lives matter happened yes. um, mm. and like it, it's also detrimental where that now we have fake activists who mm-hmm. are posting to mm. post just mm. beyond the bandwagon mm. yeah and they don't even care about what they're sharing anything and mm. that's just creating a whole like weird ass like nonsense culture yeah i see a bunch of people even outright say that oh if you're not speaking about it then you're against it then you're against like, it come on yeah and like yo, i feel like activism has like so many different forms like i don't have to post on my instagram story to be an activist mm-hmm. me calling my people back home checking up on them and sending whatever funds i can is also being an activist and like am i going to post or oh, i just sent you homies this amount of money like hmm. you know these yeah. things you don't need to post yeah but i feel like i feel like you should be kind of sensitive to the times kind of you know like social media is like a whole world on its own these days like hmm. in social media people social media is a platform there's people who are protesting and people there's people who are everything you're doing in real life there's almost the equivalent on mm-hmm. social media yeah. depending on how you think about it like if you're I, I would say if you're, especially if you're a member of that community, if you're posting things that are counter, that are, that take away from the spirit of the, spirit of this, of the season, then you're kind of counter mm. to it. If you're, if you're. Oh, I, I see what you mean. If you're. So for example, there's, there's something that we're all talking about. Yeah. And then you're posting something entirely different. Entirely different. Yeah. yeah. There should be like some kind of like solid, solid, you should like, either keep quiet and say okay right. and then or and allow the movement go on but don't distract from the movement you okay, get what i mean right, right. so i mean that's a one way people look at it but i agree with you that people now post a lot of fake stuff you see like a lot of these uh, i was even saying of people that are not even saying anything they're not saying anything people are just quiet mm-hmm. the people that are not saying okay yo Guy, why are you being quiet? Yeah, no, that one. Like, that one is a bit. Guy, you know they see it in the apple. Why? That one is a bit. <laughs> but to that also, you get. Just, I, I think some people, some people are, some people are like qualified to receive that kind of criticism because it's just kind of, like especially people who make money off social media, like. In real life, there's uh, the, so the equivalent. Yeah. The equivalent yeah. is corporate. That are influential. Exactly. The equivalent in I real life know. is like corporate social responsibility. As like a brand, Coca-Cola in Nigeria, if there's something bad going on in Nigeria, you have to speak on it. You know, it's like, sure. it's your responsibility. It's like your... Yeah, yeah, so like if you're, you're a musician in Nigeria, it's not like, oh, when everything is good. Even worse, maybe a musician in Nigeria, he has his, within his rights to say he doesn't want to protest. But you're a musician from America or from Tanzania who's making money off Nigerians. And then when things are going bad in Nigeria, you just say, ah, it's them. They're not, they're not you know, yeah. <laughs> it's them. So if, it's kind of weird to me. That's fast too. Yeah. That's fast too. But lots of bullying goes on on social media, man. So it's hard to like be on any side. It's hard to like justify a lot of the aggressions that go on there. Social media is like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's, it has become a world of its, of its own. own. Do you guys think it should be regulated? Social media should be regulated. I think that's like... If it, if it becomes regulated, then it stops being what it is. It stops exactly, being... Yeah. I think it should be re- regulated. I think it has to be regulated. Because I feel like no, it has so much what power. What kind of regulation? But regulation is not always bad. 
regulation is not always right. bad like it just has to but be like, i haven't seen them do like some regulating with like um like they fact check you know like on twitter have you guys seen that what's that yeah i was like on twitter now i'm not sure if it's twitter or facebook but like they fact check you um oh like, yeah it's like auto regulations like if you post something yeah and like like and there's a link and you try and click on it like twitter will warn you like um like educate yourself before you just like click the link. false narratives yeah have you guys heard of that yeah yeah I, I saw that actually i saw that recently because i saw one headline and i was like twitter has caught me i wanted to quickly retweet it because the headline was actually catchy you're like stop <laughs> like if you yes. haven't read it misinformation blah 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 might be yeah. might be harmful do you want to tell us what the headline i don't remember actually but all these catchy headlines it was, yeah catchy <laughs> attention. Catchy. no 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 <laughs> 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 it's PG definitely I only retweet PG <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that's that's actually very big I feel like with the with like Trump I don't think if anything like if you see how like Trump's people have moved on social media how Trump has used disinformation I mean misinformation to build his whole like following and right. control them yeah. Like you can see that social media does have to be regulated in some manner. In some I manner. Like, I feel like I never heard of the term fake news until Trump became president. Until Trump became president. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, you should be news. You know? <laughs> but I feel like it defeats it stops it from being what it is if it becomes regulated. But what so if we're regulating it by fact checking, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Right, but then you don't want to stop people from being able to say what they have to say. That's what makes social media mm. social media. Do you think online to go? Yeah. Do you think people free speech? Have, do you think free speech is free? Is it free? Freedom of that speech. What's that stuff? Freedom of speech. Freedom. I can guarantee you, um, freedom of speech, but I can't guarantee you freedom after speech. After speech. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. So, that's because yeah, things things have consequences. So yeah, so let if, people suffer the consequences. No, they, but yeah, that's that's why there's regulation because like, there are no consequences for f- disinformation. There's no consequence for shouting for to cause harm. Coming on Twitter and talking yeah. about some rubbish. You know, there's no consequence for um, like people say so anything on social in, media. Outside of outside of social media, some guy on the road goes about with a megaphone, for example, yeah. shouting. Is it not whoever's choice to believe whatever they want to believe? No, there's even like in, in, the equivalent would be like with brands. There's the Consumer Protections Council. We have that in Nigeria. They have that everywhere in the world in some no, form. But that one so, is now that one is now so, um, what's it called? Corporates. That's like the corporate world. These guys are just individuals, right? Like just regular people on social media. That's what I'm comparing to so some guy walking on the road holding a you know just talking. And then there's people that decide, oh, you know what? I like what this guy is saying. And they decide to follow him. If I tell you, say... Let me not tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the thing is that, like, after you give, like, a false claim, it's, like, my duty to, like, ask you, like, Yo, yeah. this is 100% true before I buy the job. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you can still lie again and say... Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. And then it's still on me to say, okay, I believe this guy. I don't have to believe you. For like, for instance, we heard the news of the guy that took pep, uh, ginger ale to court because they told him 
for a couple hundred thousand dollars because they told him it was supposed to be healing and he was never yeah. got healed from anything. I just me, I didn't hear this from you. I think blew my mind, bro. Yeah. What happened? They A couple hundred grand. Yeah. yeah. Man. So, so so apparently like he, he thought like ginger ale was a healthy drink because you know it's ginger, you know? Yeah. And I guess like the ads and the branding they've used all this time hasn't like said anything negative like yo this is detrimental for your health. Right. So the guy took it to court like yo I thought this drink was healthy and like now like I'm sick, you know. And <laughs> what's the court saying? Yo, he won, bro. He won. He won. Yeah, he won, a couple hundred good. Right. <laughs> Was it 100k? I think it was it was more than 100, like a few hundred, I think. Maybe 200. <laughs> bro, enough ginger for the rest of his life. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Guys, chilling. I didn't so, even know about that. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, you were trying to say something about uh, yeah. speech or something. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, in real life, there's, there are protections. There are protections in place. Like, in in social on social media, it's, it's decentralized. So, us people are equivalent to brands on social media because everybody on social media is like it's just a following it doesn't matter what you are or who you are you just need a following to spread this information i just need a following to tell you that ginger ale is healthy right but i i still feel like i mean i don't see how it's dissimilar to me being on the streets i I think i think i see like the, the balance between the two if you're doing something for profit yeah. on social media, I can agree that that needs to be regulated. Mm-hmm. But if I want to lie to you about my lifestyle and tell you that like I own seven pair of Versace shoes and my dad has a jet, you don't have to regulate that. Like, no, let, me, <laughs> let me cap. That one definitely deal. doesn't need to be regulated. No. <laughs> that one, because people lie in real let life. Boys be boys. <laughs> yeah, let boys be boys. <laughs> Guys lie in real life. But so yeah, it's when it's incentivized, it's, incentivized for yeah, people to spread this, inform- this information and also like hate speech okay. stuff like that and like porn for instance there's young people on social media there's so much like porn there's so much violence all that kind of stuff should be catching my attention all that kind of stuff needs to be regulated somehow. all that kind of stuff man but like, yeah, for sure. You, you run into it one way or the other. Like, how how old were you guys when you first discovered porn? Me, <laughs> maybe um, thirty, because I've never seen that before. So what, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is what is the point? Faster, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's check your browser history real quick. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I think like all of that stuff should be regulated on social media for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Instagram, like, Instagram will let, like, a girl post her body as long as there's no nipples. Yeah. So, they've regulated nipples. So- <laughs> but, like, I don't know, man, like, I still feel like, even if they regulate it, man, like, these little kids, the curious ones. Yeah, they'll find like, it. Find a way to get their hands on it. Yeah, that is true. So, do you guys think that, like, when your kid is, like, 18, instead of saving 40k to send them to college or uni yes, by now. spend 20k invest in their instagram 20k invest in their youtube hmm. i say go start <laughs> i don't know about that me, me my children my children are going to play ball so i'm good i don't know about that but i don't you know i don't like i feel like even if my children are like doing like whatever they should still go to school yo man I'm like right now. I'm 25, and school hasn't done anything for me yet. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> that's that's the story of everybody's yeah, exactly. life. But 
I still think like it's important. Like that whole, apart from like that whole process of being in that learning environment, outside of even just learning shit, it impacts you. Okay, what if, what if you send your your kid to cloud school? To cloud school. <laughs> Yo, if it's just a learning environment, let them go learn how to use cloud. Cloud, cloud school. You know, I heard there were, I remember there were like, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, I heard there were some uh, TikTok schools. Where, or I TikTok camps, I believe. I don't know. I think yeah, they call I them boot camps. I don't know. They show you your angles, like the cool captions. They teach yeah. you what to. Yeah. <laughs> the best filters. Yeah. <laughs> Now me, I, my child is definitely going to go to school, though, because <laughs> you go to cloud school. Oh. <laughs> I want to be a medical doctor and engineer, but uh, uh, see, but um, say, say. I I think like uh, school, like a lot of things are, are changing now. Like we kind of have to rethink what we're getting from school. Like school is not just the you go to school and you're getting a job type experience that it was before. So I think just school is just a a way to make sure that my child kind of has an idea of what it means to be like a responsible member of society, if that makes sense. While, but being like, the education is oh, like a continuous process. You know the teacher for cloud school. You know the teacher for cloud school, I beg. You know the teacher for cloud school, I their morals, values. Yeah. They teach attention seeking <laughs> in, cloud, in cloud school. In cloud school. What's the max... What can you guys do for cloud? Hi, I've done I've done some things in my day. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell Just us, two, tell us some two, stories. Pick two, your best two. Uh, best two, best two things I've done for cloud, man. Um, okay, yo, there was one time I was running for student union president, right? Yeah. And you know, obviously it's politics, so people don't want you to win because people want someone else to win. So there was three of us running, and like it looked like I was a crowd favorite. I was gonna win. The day before the election, somebody hacked my Facebook and posted nudes. So yo, like your, your own nudes? My own, no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my nudes, bro. Yo, it was some like random chick. I don't know if they googled like a random chick and just put her nudes, but like it was like a collage, like three or four of her nudes, and they just put it there. And like yo, I took a nap, so I woke up and my phone was buzzing. Everyone's like, yo, your Facebook, your Facebook, and like. When I woke up, like I realized that this thing was spreading like fire. So at that point, I had two options. Either I delete it and deactivate my Facebook, or I let it continue spreading. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do it for the cloud, bro. I gave it a few more hours and I deleted it. Are you sure it was you that posted it? (laughs) Before you went to bed. Sounding real sauce. (laughs) I swear I wasn't. Let me just see this. (laughs) But that would have been a good idea too, man. But uh, yeah, so I just did it like before, like I slept that night, you know, yeah. and I won the election. And you won. I won. So it worked. <laughs> it worked. Clouds. Clouds. Clouds actually gets you up there, you know. <laughs> Alternative Yo, career paths. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late for you guys. Sign to, up. Man. Sign up to AJ's Cloud, cloud School. Cloud School. <laughs> I got you. Give me your Facebook login. <laughs> man. Stefan, you have you any cloud chasing? No, not at all. Now them the rushers. You know about that. Now them the rushers. Now them the rushers. so sorry. Yeah, me too. I don't think I've really done anything. Cloudy. Like that, like that. Yeah, yeah. man. Did you guys see the debate? The first one. The, I saw the first one. I only I saw, saw like the, the tail end. 
Well, I saw like snippets on like Twitter Bro. and stuff. <laughs> I, I, I never, uh, nobody likes Trump. But you had to like him after that debate, man. He seems like such a funny guy. He's so that's, entertaining. That's how, that's how he catches people. <laughs> now everybody's yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> bro. Trump is a funny guy. I felt like I was watching a Netflix like comedy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I heard he was just he was just constantly going at Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Biden, like, he didn't let him talk in the first one. At all. Yeah. At all. And Biden would ask like a, a normal, responsible presidential kind of question, and Trump would reply like you don't ask me questions like that. You you finished last in your class, bro. <laughs> no, Donald, um, Donald Trump is like, um, like yeah, I've heard the thing of how like when you're fighting someone who isn't like following the rules, it's hard for you to to battle them because mm. they're just doing everything and anything, and you're trying to keep your sanity because you don't want them to, like, what's the saying about the pig and dirt? You don't fights with a pig in dirt or something like that mm. like that's their terrain so it's hard i'm sure it's very challenging for Biden, for biden and i feel like the election is going to be really tough for him to be honest i think biden already lost yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so it's, it's tomorrow trump again yeah but why do you think biden has lost uh just because like people forget that like as racist as um as evil as corrupt as terrible as trump is there are americans who are just like him too many he's representing those folks and they fuck with him man yeah Can I swear? sorry and he's made them bold he's made them more confident like yeah they, they haven't had yeah. a mind to come out they've been like a silent uh sleeping dogs before and he woke them up yeah he woke them up man i you know, have like a. I think the that number of people outnumber the see, people that don't that don't have that. I, I feel like I feel like it's or, equal, but the people who are good who aren't racist, they weren't going out of their way to like go vote. You know, like it's like everyone's saying like, "Oh, it's my first time. I'm finally gonna vote now." Like, yeah. fuck Trump. Now I yeah. wanna vote. Right. You know. Yeah. But meanwhile, like those guys are idolizing him, so like they ran to the yeah. polling station to go vote for Trump. Yeah, just like, and if you look at like the brand of both like parties, the conservatives, they're all like, they're like, all sell on patriotism and in some in some members in some areas like fascism. So it's all about ah, you know, emphasizing my civil rights to own a gun to do this. So yeah, they they're more they're more the type to go and vote versus when you look at on the left variety of those like social issues like it's not all about patriotism they don't exercise their rights like that so people on uh people on conservative sides some conservative sides seem more politically passionate seems, yeah mm. i agree with that trump everyone seems to think trump has won already so yeah. i think it's done and like another thing with like how the votes work I, i'm not i'm not too um sure about how the system works but like they have the electorate system where like some states outweighs yeah. the votes of other states and that was how like trump beat hillary in the first place oh that's interesting um, it wasn't like he got more votes overall but he got the votes where it mattered right my knowledge of like american politics is not that strong so i don't know yeah how that works either um but i know that it's like by states usually yeah um I know they had know. the um, electoral system, electoral college that also votes or something. I don't know what that is. It's, I tried to watch a bunch of videos after the last election to understand what it was, but I hope more people get 
politically like involved these days, man, because it's very important. A lot of things would have would have been um, wouldn't have could have been prevented if people would just be if people were more like politically conscious. Because I feel like the the noise was against Donald Trump in his first when he first ran. Against um, Hillary. What was for the noise was more for Hillary. Like most of the like the support. The support was more for Hillary, in terms of noise. What you can see in terms of like tweets and news and all that. Even like almost every news station was against Trump. You could see like the visible like political divide. Um, except obvious, the obvious Fox and and others, but um, I think people just didn't go and go out and vote. It's just like my vote doesn't count, yeah. and before you know, there's two million people that should have voted for you saying my vote doesn't count. Niger politics, how far now? What are we uh, saying? We're still we're still asking where is I, man? Where is I? But yeah. we're not getting enough getting enough voices. Sometimes I feel like I can see like a spike. Sometimes when it's just like okay. Feel like okay people are going to get back protesting we're going to get the movement going again but sometimes it's it just it's, it just dies it off it just dies off yeah we're not able to gather that momentum again, momentum again. do you guys think do you guys think Buhari has like alzheimer's Buhari? <laughs> <laughs> like he's a really old man you know he's an old man and and he should know that, like, when he was president, how long ago was he president? Like, 30 years ago? 40 80, years ago? 85. So that's like uh, 40 years ago. 35. 30, 35 years. So, yeah. like, is it that, like, he has Alzheimer's and he forgot that these are the same issues that were occurring 35 years ago when he was president back then? He's not trying to fix the issues. He don't, he don't he care. He has his own agenda. Where he don't care. So he has his own agenda. Where he don't care, man. Yeah, that shit, every time I talk about that, it, I just get mellow, man, because that shit hurt. Like, the guy is just doing nothing. Nothing, man. He spent yeah. one whole year of his term, like, in London, being treated for some yeah. sickness, that, like, mystery sickness. Are you hearing that rumor that, like, Barry actually died? Is it, in 20, <laughs> is it 2017 or 2018? 2018. 2018. Like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 so that. So that. Yeah, 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 we don't really care your real name. What of you? <laughs> should leave the office. <laughs> no. So what should we do? What should we do? What's the what's what is the movement turning into now? Um it's a bit is a bit mixed. Sometimes like people are talking about education and all those things, but for me I don't think they're all like really realistic. Um solutions in the short term right. in the term that we need to fix the issues because like i mean education yeah, education is nice when nigeria is still getting bad food is expensive these people on the streets the towels that were breaking bottle and attacking police stations they mm. don't want to hear about education right now guys are hungry so if you can't give them something in their stomach Keep your education to yourself. So all this talk of PVC, the person who's bringing money, politicians are loading up their cash, and they'll bring money in 2023 and pay the guys they need to pay to ensure that the elections don't 
and not free and fair. It's just like last election. Oh, it's not as if people didn't try to vote last election. See what's happening in Port Harcourt hmm. last election. There were gunmen will come and shoot up places and you know battle with army with the army. Pol- people dressed in police uniforms will come and snatch ballot boxes. So it is um is what always happens. Every time time and as in we say, Oh yeah, let's vote. Yeah. It's the same recycled guys. Uh-huh. Next election, who then will give us um, Fashola, Fashola, Inspector Gadgets. Inspector Gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Inspector Gadgets. Uh, they will give us uh, Amichi. Wait me, Amichi. Amichi. It's, all this, it's still all these it's guys the from guys. the same system. This time, they will wear suits now and start speaking English. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the man. The same guys, same man. man. Same guys. But what do you think, um, if they give us someone like Rotimi Amechi, for example, mm-hmm. and a vice, another vice president, maybe from the, from a Yoruba vice president, do you think it would affect anything? Do I think it would affect anything? I don't think so. Um, I think it has potential to affect things in the sense that, um, um, Particularly, like, uh, there's there's a divide in Nigeria. There's, like, one of the f- things that we need in our next election is, like, is really fixing that divide because that divide is going to take hold us back forever. So it would, it would definitely affect... Because I, I imagine what you're asking me is that if the, the tribal makeup of the next president... Would matter. Would matter. That's what in you're asking the sense, me. Right? In the, right, that's what I'm asking you yeah. because um, I'm thinking that, for example, if Rotimi Amici becomes president, mm. he is most likely not going to be focused on the well. Maybe not. He'll be fo- maybe he'll be focused on the welfare of the entire country, but his main addressing point will not be the north. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. That's like I don't even think tribe really matters because we. Hmm. The reason why is because yeah, tribe matter. If tribe matters for that person, then that person is not the person that we want to lead us. Tribe mattered a no, lot for so Buhari. Me, and which is why, which is why I'm saying Rotimi Amichi, not even trying to be biased. No, I'm saying Rotimi Amichi to his. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Not even trying to be biased to the guys in the east. Yeah. Or the guy, but in his attempt to spread the welfare across the country, it would change what we currently have. Power, power in the last couple of years of Nigerian power has been held by the North. Yeah, the North hold I think over eighty percent of political seats in the country, mm-hmm. um, and I think for in sure Buhari's cabinet. No, yeah, not even trying to be tribalistic or to say that oh. But I think it should be based on merits. If you feel like people on the, in the north deserve those seats, all well and good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we've seen that over the years, mm-hmm. it hasn't been necessarily based on merits. Um, I don't. I know that's that's that has been a thing. I know it has been a thing historically that um, people in the north have had like a big, um, like northern leaders have had like a big. Um, percentage in 
government positions. I don't know how much mm-hmm. it has been recently, like since Obasanjo. I know it has been a thing in Buhari's time. So that's why I was mm-hmm. like, what I was going to say to your thing about um, if he's going to focus on the South. I'm like, for me, I don't think anyone, he, sh- he would, I don't, well, I don't know about Rutmi Amici. I don't know who he is. But no, yeah, we see what it's not even pec- it's not like yeah, you're saying basically the, the person will focus on where they're from. No, I'm saying the person would even if the person doesn't focus on where they're from, yeah, the person wants to focus everywhere, yeah, like it the makeup still change the dynamic of what we have right now. Oh, yeah, that's that I think that's necessary. Is that actually change dynamic? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I is like even in America, like you see, they say there's not enough black talents, that's why they're not hiring black people like if you mm. want to hire good people from every tribe you will hire good people from every tribe in nigeria how many positions are there how many tribes are we they, we can have a good makeup if someone puts in the efforts that's why like we really need it's important that we have a unifying leader in the next election right. like we don't like yeah it's good to hire based off of merit but there are factors that we can't ignore like skin color, for instance, in America is a factor that we can't ignore. Tribe in Nigeria is a factor that we can't ignore. It's, it's our difference and it unifies us when we acknowledge that rather than pretend that it's not, that it's mm. not there. So you think we should, we should actually be looking at those tribes and saying, okay, intentionally. Yes, we should build our economy and our leadership based off of tribes because tribes based are Based off of tribes. Core to yeah value our, that's that's a, our, i think that's a very country. good um that's a very good you know, you know what that reminds me of what's that you know nowadays like these workplaces the modern ones they have like quotas for which races they want to hire yeah you know? for even yeah. women inclusion women inclusion yeah. lgbtq yeah. all that stuff so, so intentionally yeah yeah because there should be a representation you should, you should the representation should be close to what it is in the whole country or nothing like within yeah. reason, because if you're hiring for an engineering job and really statistically in the whole country, there's no LGBTQ engineer, then engineer. you can't have an LGBTQ engineer. But if there's course, 10%, yeah. then you should be close to 10%, somewhere around 10%, plus or minus, yeah. with your representation in the job. Like I think, I think that would, I think, you know, I've, I actually don't think I've thought about it that way before. Yeah. Um, in terms of politics or in terms of political positions. Um, but I think that could be something that works for Nigeria. Um, if it's ideal, but is it, yeah, is, is it, it something practical? that can happen? Yeah. Is it practical? Is it something that like, you know, I mean, the only, the only way to know is to try. We've tried the British way where they try to treat us as one people. Mm. And we, we feel what we have to lose, like Donald Trump said. Right. If we, if we shove out this system, do we have a different one in, in mind? Because I feel like we're still going to fall back on... If, if we're talking of... In terms of system, now I'm talking about oh, democracy yeah. and this British system, since you, because you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um... Do we have, are we bringing, say, okay, no, this is not, we're not going with this democracy, this whatever you've taught us, we're going back to some other I think, different thing from the rest of the world. I think we should, um, first of all, even some of the things we're doing right now, they don't do it in some other countries. Like in Canada, um, states have a lot more autonomy than in Nigeria. They have their police forces, they have their Ministry of Health. Mm-hmm. 
we don't have that in Nigeria. So people are not even really building a system that works for the people who are there. You know, like in the north, northeast, northwest, south, south, east, west. Because different areas, yeah, we need different systems. We need different systems. So, like, I remember before we, we became a republic, right, or a, before Independence Day, I believe, I don't know if it was after or before, if that's still right after, but we had, like, Western region and all that. Like, that's the kind of system that they have here in Canada. There's Alberta, right. there's BC. I think, um, right, I think to some degree, states do have autonomy in Nigeria. Some degree, yes, but I don't think yeah. it's enough. I mean, what what more? What what is the thing that you say? okay? So for you mentioned police, you mentioned Policing, um, like right. States have states that have their own like police forces. No, it's all federal. That's, no, it's not federal. Police not federal. police is federal in Nigeria. You can Nigerian be police. Yeah, Nigerian police. So, okay, is yeah, Nigerian police is but there's so all this like Lasma. Lasma is not a police force. Lasma is just traffic control now. RRS, rapid response. Rapid response is part of the, the federal government police force. No, no, no. Rapid response is state owned. No, it's not. It's part of the federal government. All policing in Nigeria is federal government. So it's, it's, it's part of like a trust fund that they set up that in Tinubu's administration. So like they're literally funding the police to have this set up in the in the states so any state can fund the police to have a set up in the state but it's not like they have control yeah, so it's, it's over state, it is is their own like state owned and state controlled so if they're no, no. funding it or what i don't get sorry they're funding it like what they're do donating mean? to the police to have these units it's not as if it's right it's not in legal state controlled units the police force can say they don't want this unit anymore and say and then the donations so are RRS is like a subsidiary of the federal police case. So, but in Canada, for example, Toronto Police is different from, from Ottawa Police, for example. It's all under. They, there's no federal. There's no. They're not all under one body. There's the federal RCMP, but Ontario has their own police policing in each of the um, towns, which it funds, and then uh, Manitoba has theirs. Um, and all of them are not under like one all of them are not under one unit i'm sure all the ones one, in ontario will the be same under way one like unit. nigerian police exactly sir i'm sure all the ones in ontario will be under one unit yes but all the okay, ones... uh, no i don't i mean province wise exactly like ontario manitoba all of them are not all under one they're not under one unit and another thing is not just about police force the so, those provinces, those units should be self-sustaining in the sense that what they produce is what powers their economy. Like here in Canada. Not like everybody's production is going to the federal government and the federal government now takes it back and like a union. And spreads it and how spreads they want it back. It to exactly. So, so it should be whatever you're generating should go to should you. Should go to you. Yeah. So, and in that same sense, if a bigger city like Lagos don't you think some Don't you Delta, think some states would suffer? But some states are still not even realizing their full potential yet because they do, there's no incentive for them to realize their full potential. So let them try first, then we'll see. Because even in Canada, some states are still suffering. They should suffer first. No, let them try. Manitoba is suffering. Like Alberta gives a lot of money to Manitoba every year. Yeah. My, so see, we're, we're comparing Canada. Canada is already like a well-oiled like machine that is running. Yeah, but it started from somewhere. Right exactly so we yeah. should be looking at where they started from not now 
now you're, you're looking at the final like okay or like at least a couple of steps like no i'm so not saying look at, i'm not looking at a couple if i'm looking at a couple of steps i'll say like oh the countries would be everything will work out i know that some countries would some states would fail if we started right. right now but there's more incentive for them to fix themselves when they are suffering by their own hand rather than when somebody else is the one punishing them i i i yeah, I get what you mean. I think that makes sense, especially because, like, for the sake of the states that will actually succeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then, then like those who are over succeeding will then trickle down trickle to those down. who aren't. Exactly, because even what what this system of, of forming like a union style mm-hmm. government does. By the way, I don't. A lot of the same things I'm saying are not fact. They're mostly opinion because I really. Don't know politics like that. Fact check, fact check, fact check. You got to knowledge that I have. <laughs> so, I got to acknowledge. So, like, what this kind of method even does is that it brings, it puts everyone on the same level. So, the states that can thrive can't really thrive. And when the economy, when everything is doing good, everybody, of course, gets a fair push. When the economy is fit, is doing bad, everyone else is doing bad as well. Even the ones who are self-sustaining to some degree, mm. rather than having them thrive and then being able to still say, "Okay, I can give you guys one million Delta states," you know, pay me back when you guys have the cash. Right, right, yeah, right. makes sense. Yeah, nice one, man. Yeah, but I hope, I hope. Whoever is handling Nigerian politics is listening to Stefan's opinion I, right now because I feel like he's saying a lot of good I stuff. I tell you, put me <laughs> in. Take uh, me <laughs> <in>. <laughs> take After I take the job from Oligon and Socha, when I become my you coach, when I fix my you, I'm so going Stephen, to... I suppose the reason all these things... I'm going to Nigerian politics. <laughs> to go around for office. You heard it here first. You heard it here yeah. first. I did tell you. Which, what year are we campaigning for? I can be... Now every four, four years, right? Uh, so next one are 2023. So 20, 20, 2033, because we want youth. I don't want to reach 40. 2023, I will enter now. 33. Oh, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. That time. Yeah, so, yeah, Prezi. Sparkling. We are here, man. Do you want to tell us about some of the projects you have coming up? You know, yeah, for sure. Some of your know. stuff going uh, on. How's right. it been? For, how's it been for you, actually, as um, an artist in this climate with COVID? How you been working, putting out stuff? Yeah. How's all of that been for you? It's actually been like good and bad at the same time. Right. There's a lot of positive, there's a lot of negative. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like, oh yeah, for sure. The positives, like, you have to, like, create on your own. Hmm. You know, studios are closed, um, which makes it hard to collaborate with other people. Um, so it's either you stop right. or you start creating on your own. And then, like, that just, like, forces you to be, like, more independent with your art. Um, but then the negative is, like, yeah, not being able to like collaborate with other people. Right. And then, like there's so many things going on right now where it doesn't feel like um 
music needs to be released you know mm-hmm. i hear that it's a it's a very conscious season we're in yeah especially like you know like sometimes yeah, i like making fun music you know right and then like when the world is very serious it's hard to like yo guys that's crazy man what's going on in the world but by the way i just dropped this new party track and <laughs> go turn up yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah man. so um have you thought about including like any conscious stuff in your music like what's going I on i have i have but the thing yeah. is that like i want it to be like no i want it to be it should be it should be real and like thought out and like my honest opinion mm-hmm. and um there's two things it's, it's really hard to put out your honest opinion like that in front of a crowd of people waiting to judge you you know for sure and, like if you want to be brutally 100 percent honest you know yeah and the second thing about that is just that, like sometimes i feel like i don't know enough about a topic to make a song about it you know hmm. you don't want to just be like surface level kind of thing yeah you know you want to be like educated and know what you're talking about so yeah. if you ask if someone asks you a question you know what you're talking about it's not just some random shit yeah, yeah. i didn't just say it because it rhymes <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. how important do you think it is for like um people in you know in music because i know like it, i feel like so I can imagine from a, from some of these musicians, there's a lot of responsibility on their shoulders. Like some people just want to do music and do what they enjoy, but now you're telling them to talk about politics. Politics is a heavy subject for some. Mm. How important do you think it is for people to, you know, be politically conscious to always speak on these things, or do you think that we should give people room to allow? We don't. That responsibility is too heavy to put on everyone, and let the people who are interested. Yeah, sure. And then like. These like musicians, a lot of them are idolized and they're just put on a position where they feel like they have to. Yeah. Um, but one thing is just like to learn to like separate the music or the art from the person. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the person should be able to talk on things and speak freely and still make um, like good, music, craft that they good love. music, you know, in their genre and whatever they're doing, the vibes they're making, you know, mm. still be able to create those vibes like untainted, pure um, so you think we should separate the person from the artist? For some people, like some people, like it's one person, you know, like the. I was, I'm going to give R. Kelly, R. Kelly as an example. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Yo, R. Kelly. Is R. Kelly cancelled in your books or not? Yo, R. Kelly is cancelled, but some songs aren't cancelled. It's like everyone should take it upon themselves to like you know, like have a general sense of what's right and wrong. So like right. you should be like conscious and aware of like. R. Kelly deserves to like rot in prison, you know, before you just appreciate a song. Right. I feel you. I feel yeah. You. So, uh, what what new work have you been putting out? In, uh, yes, sir. Yes, you... sir. I've been working on I've been working on a mixtape for a while now. Midnight Two, a follow up to like my my biggest release, Midnight. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, bro, I've been working on it for like almost a year now. Nice. Well. Yeah. How's How's it coming? It's coming, bro. It's do you coming. do you always take that long when you're making your music? Is it like always like a thought out process? Like yeah, like you like it actually almost never is, bro. Like things mm. just happen the way they happen, and that's what I like about music because like certain songs might be like old, certain songs might be like newer that make it on your mixtape, and it's just like it it also like it, it helps in painting that story. Right. You know? Like when you're making music, you want to like paint a picture. And like things even being in different time frames that helps. Um, but just the fact that like nothing has to be thought out. Um, just like when the vibes are right, the vibes are right. Mm-hmm. Whenever it occurs, you know. Right. So when you, you make a song, you feel like okay, 
this is good enough for the tape. This isn't, you know, or sometimes your mood just changes and you listen to a song and you're like, okay, you know what? I want this under. Yeah. Is it like that kind of thing? It is that kind of thing. Sometimes you make a song and it's like, fuck everything else I made, bro. This song is this the is new, the like, one. bar for the tape, bro. Right. Like, <laughs> it's just how, like, the tape has to come like this now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then there's sometimes we're like, yo, this is so crazy, but it doesn't belong on this tape because the mood is just different or, like, that's not the paint, like, that's not the picture I was trying to paint. Nice, nice. Okay, yeah. so, uh, when, when is this tape, when should we be expecting it? Honestly, man. This guy is giving us all these artists. You know how all, all these artists you asked them? <laughs> when are you dropping? Yeah, 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 you know, the no record label is holding it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to talk to my big homie about one or two things, and he's going to talk to someone else. But we'll, we'll. <laughs> we're going to make it happen. Don't worry. So, no release date yet? No release date yet. To be determined. To be determined. But we got, like, I have a lot of stuff coming out, like, along the way. Um, I've been, like, I've been posting, like, video visuals all the time. Uh, I have like nice. two more banging videos to drop. Right. I have like a couple singles, four singles, a few collabs. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm dropping like a lot of shit along the way. A lot mm-hmm. of tracks are dropping, a lot of singles, a lot of collabs, and I've been working with like, um, I've, a lot of shit's coming. Yeah. I don't even want to give out too much. Hey, you know? hey, <laughs> yeah, you're working with some big guns, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, to, some big know, guns to be you know to be announced to be announced yeah. that's right, so. to, we'll look forward to it what goes into um putting out a tape because you know i follow like a lot of um upcoming artists that i like you know they i feel like they're still improving because they go through years and years of just releasing singles like put out like a full album unless mm. let's see your full work but i don't know why they just can't like you aren't here in the yeah. studio every day so what goes into Honestly, it? Yo, I think it's like nerve-wracking for a lot of artists, you know, because like people expect so much of of a single body of work rather than a single. A single can be like anywhere, like yeah, anywhere in the true. ballpark. You could, yeah. But like you expect there to be some sort of like cohesiveness in the, in with the art. With the album. Yeah, with the album, you know, like you want to see like similar themes. You want like, it just has to be something that connects everything. Like, yeah. you know, so I feel like a lot of artists get nervous about like presenting that kind of body of work. Mm. But, um, Yo, I feel like, yeah, like I agree. Like there should be like no pressure, man. Like so, how how do you handle the pressure? How do you deal with it? Yo, there is no pressure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta, I gotta look myself in the mirror and tell yo, there is no pressure, man. Like, yeah, it's all you. Exactly. Yeah. Like when things just feel right, and then like do it. That's the art of it, you know. Yeah. Is Toronto like sure. a good spot? Do you think you're in a good spot? I know, like with acting and stuff, people want to go to like uh, people want to go to like. Uh, LA is that the place that people go? LA, Hollywood, yeah, or LA. Hollywood. Um, yeah. People want to go to like LA. Um, is that like, is that the same case? Is that the case with with music? Yeah. I know there's like Drake, there's like Tory, a bunch of other big names now. For sure. But it's just to that yeah, push to like, go in America. Drake, Tory, and like like Toronto is like actually like finally touching the map. Like after all these years, like, mm. when like when people say hip hop, like Toronto's not the top of the list, but like it's definitely yeah. in the list. You know. Apart from like Jake Weekend, like we're just huge, just like Tory Lanez, Nah, um, and there's like a lot of guys here in the city that like have like followings, and it's like right. just like just like just before I came here, I was on SoundCloud, I was just looking at the top charts, 50 in the world, like the last song on it, the 50th is is from a Toronto artist, right. and like that's global, so like Toronto's like yeah. definitely like on the music scene, it's it's a great place to be, like just like there's so many like 
talented creative like everyone's making like art over here mm-hmm. that's interesting because i'm thinking um the way you're saying like toronto is like you know on the come up um in the hip-hop scene do you think that hip-hop scene can kind of spread to africa I'm thinking like there's like big hip hop artists in like South Africa, for example. Yeah. Do you think those guys are getting like some spotlight the way people are noticing oh Toronto artists? Or do you think they're just seen as your know, African guys yeah. trying to make hip hop? Well, I think that's like one thing about hip hop, man. Hip hop is about where you're from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop has always been where you're from. So like that's like the number like that's like the number one question they're gonna ask you like once mm. they like start fucking with you like uh, where are you from you know so right. it definitely matters and uh wherever you're from is like that's gonna be like your label you know like if you're from south africa you're always gonna be a south african rapper you know yeah. and that's what made your music what it is so like that's like it's even cool that like there's people from everywhere right and you think those people are, are accepted still as hip-hop artists oh as hip-hop uh, for sure yeah yeah i do nice. i do like the ones who like rap in English for sure. Like there's, mm. there's those who like you know mix it up and then like yeah, I understand how like that might not be like rap to some people. Right. Yeah. But like um, what's this kid's name? So, from South Africa. Uh, like, Nasty C. Yes, yes. Nasty C. That guy is hard. Nasty like he C. makes a lot of dope tracks yeah. and like he's from South Africa. Like yeah. you, like, you wouldn't even know he's from South Africa. Yeah, that's true. Music. Yeah. That's true. Nasty C is really good. Yeah. Um, how about these local? That are in in quotes local rappers, yo, like Olamide. Yeah, bro. You think are... you think would you consider Olamide's crap like hip hop? Some of it, yeah. Some of it, yeah. What? Which ones? Where he's speaking English? No, like even like when he's rapping like in Yoruba, you know, like some tracks is like like this is shit like rap, you know, right? Like where it's just like a melody and he's just flowing. Uh, and that to me, that's hip hop. But then like most of it, like not most of it, like a lot of it is more like. Afrocentric, like like the sounds Pops. they use, the kind of drums, you know, then like yeah. that just like that's what crosses the line for me. It's like this is no longer hip hop. Weezy, yeah, made in Lagos. Yeah, best yeah, jam, yeah. best jam. What's your best jam? On the album, yeah. I think all the songs on that album are good, bro. Man, I have I have my best, man. I think I all my, the yeah. songs on that album are good. Every have, day I'm finding out like some new. Like, oh damn, this song is hot. I have four that I can pick. I can pick. The one with Burner Boy, right? Nah, you like even. the one with Burner Boy? Burner, the one with Burner Boy is good, but if I had to my pick top, four, yeah, to pick four. Do you want to go for yours? Uh, go for your top four. My top four, Essence, in no particular order, Essence, True Love, Blessed, Reckless. Essence, True Love, True Love, Blessed and Reckless. Blessed and reckless. Yeah, no particular order. For me, it's um, sweet one. Okay. Essence, grace, and long time. You see, long time. I like long time. Yeah. Oh, it's kept up. I've heard that one. So yeah, we've heard that song before the album dropped. That's energy. As in how? How is it? And it's just because it's the same two artists. Of course, No, no, like, no. The bounce is the same. If you listen to the beat, the bounce is the same. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that is their, like, their That's the only bag. way they can work together. That's, maybe, yeah, I mean, but that's like their, <laughs> like... It works, you know? You know, works. I think, and it worked on energy, right? I don't feel like that's the reason why we should say it's not a good song. No, I didn't say, I didn't, no I'm not saying it's not a good song. I'm saying that we've heard it before. I can't, 
like there was nothing exciting there for me. That's what I'm saying. I liked it. I liked yeah. Long Time. Um, um, sweet One. Sweet One was good. True I liked love. Essence. Essence, Blessed, Reckless. Yeah. I think it was a good album. Yeah, it was a very good album. I think I'm it was sure. a really good album. Album of the Year. It's been a yeah, long year. It's been a long year. I think. What what album? Beats, you... I think it should probably yeah. be the album of the year right now. Yeah. Yeah. Or what other albums were there? Burner Boy dropped. Burner Boy. Fire Boy dropped. That's true. Um, Olamide dropped. Yo, I think Burner Boy has to take it, man. You think yeah. so? Yo, I think he has to take it, man. I think Whiskey or Fire Boy. I think this Whiskey album was better than that Burner Boy album. Yeah. Another album that you guys should listen to is that Thames. 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 There's this girl. Her name is Thames. So, on Essence. The girl on Essence, exactly. We should, you, we should listen to it for the best album, or we should, we should just listen to it. It can't be best album okay, because I tell you, because terms, you brought it up in best album. Concert. No, it, it, but 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 here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. But it is it is if she was a bigger artist, yeah, it will be con- to be contending for best album. I doubt it. If she was a big, it's because right now she's still. I doubt it. So I, we can't really. The person we can say that for. The person we can say that for. The person we can say that for. The person we can say that for is Lady Donnelly. Lady Donnelly's album. She should have kept that album. <laughs> she should have kept that album till she became uh, big. Fire. Cool, that was last year, bro. Yeah. God. I know you really fuck with that album. Master I didn't album. really listen to I it. I didn't it. like it like that. I jump it, man, every time. Got Thames. Master album. Lady Donnelly is the one. But yeah, man, some good music. I think COVID has, is helping guys, man. Everybody yeah, is sitting making, indoors yeah, making stuff. Now, yeah. Finally, but yeah, at, at the beginning, it wasn't like that because people were trying, struggling to find motivation. Especially with the, mm-hmm. with the way artists were not having shows, not making enough money. Mm-hmm. Like, motivation was down. But especially Nigerian artists, that really, you know, they don't make a lot of money from streams. They actually make the most money from shows. It's from shows. From shows, yeah. 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 Like, non, the ones who aren't, like, on the international scale. Yet. Ooh, but yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah What's yeah. up? Anything else? Anything you want to leave the listeners with? Uh, yeah, y'all, y'all need to stay safe, you know, mm. and bump that new Prezi when it drops. Mm. Yeah, what's your? If you're not safe, that's gonna make you safe. <laughs> <laughs> what's your social media? Social media, you can get at me on Instagram at AJ the Poet. Mm. Um, my music is Prezi just everywhere, Prez and Aegis. Mm. <laughs> you guys know how to spell Aegis. Stop boys, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the name? Isn't, Isn't the, name? the name, man? Oh, yeah. Power. Yeah. For sure, for sure, yeah. Up yes. next in Toronto. Um, check out the YouTube. I got a lot of new videos dropping, mm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that's good, man. We're, we're happy to have you. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. It was a fun, uh, fun yeah, podcast. Man. My first ever podcast. This is your first. Vance to the bone. Vance to the bone. Once you start saying. Nice one, guys. As always, follow us on social media. AJ the Poet is with us today that's his instagram handle and um for us it's same thing as last week bastard bomb and our personal social media is also going to be in the description and thank you guys for listening